real kipper and born, sort of. Um, I am Justin Bourne. I'm here with Sam McKee as always. But playing the part of Nick Kiprios today is J.D. Bunkus. Bunk, welcome to Real Kipper and Born, buddy. You know, Justin, I can't do a kipper. <laughs> Can you not do a deep voice? Uh, you know, Justin, as he calls you Justin. JB. 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 You know, JB. You know, get Sammy in here. It's the Sammy hour. It's the Sammy talk. <laughs> kipper did my show today. He, he did? Was, yeah, he was on this morning. He was... I think live from an airport. He was shuffling through. He, um, a little thing about Kipper, he signs his texts like he's Belichick. He does sign his yeah. texts. When is I it. saw the Belichick leak, I thought of Kipper because I went, Kipper, you better not also make the Belichick mistake because we're all going to know it's you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know, he actually just texted uh, the, the crew here yeah. so, to, to wish us well. Yeah. I, I am curious about the signature thing. It's got to yeah. be, Boss. Nick, if, if you're listening. Yeah. Is it an age thing, signing the text, or is it like a celebrity thing, like Nick is a famous person? I think it's both. I'm the dinosaur. <laughs> no, 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 you can't drop that there. Yeah, see, that scared me. I was like, oh, my God, he is a trap. <laughs> We're talking about it. He's actually in the studio. He's going to come in here. I don't want to do that. Like, no uh, chance. Uh, I think it's both. Yeah. I my, my belief is you sign the text as a power move. The only reason that you're doing it is if you're somebody. I'm not signing my texts. Well, what? that's the thing. It's like, I know it's from you. Yeah. I have also you in my that. phone. Yeah. Also my dad that. sometimes puts AMAC at the end of his text. Yeah, my, that's a dad thing for sure yeah. sometimes. So but here's so what's confusing. trending towards it being an old guy thing. Yeah, but also. Guy. Yeah, my he, dad did it too. Yeah. There was a Bob Bourne and Clark Gillies thing too. My dad yeah. also answers the phone by only saying his name. Yeah. He just picks it up. No, no, hello. It's just Bob Bourne. Really? <laughs> Which, you know. I'm into that idea, actually. I, I don't hate that either. You let the people know that you're available and who yeah. it is. I like that. The worst is go for. Go. Yeah, go. Like, yeah. People did that for a while. I think after That's Entourage. Wolf of Wall Street. Stuff. Yeah. I think that there was that little moment in the streets where everyone wanted to be Ari or the Wolf of Wall Street guy. <laughs> and they were starting to do like gopher. And it was not good. That was no. a bad. Those were dark times. Yeah. We don't need that in this world. Thanks uh, for having me here. Yeah. Well, it's nice to be back in the studio. And it's nice to, to be on a show with you in studio, which yeah. it's probably been literally I years. I don't I know. know. Well, you used uh, to come in for the the Leafs Hour for Good Show, didn't you? You used yeah. to come in the studio to do that? Towards yeah. the end. Yeah, but that was God knows how ago. long ago. I know. Time's a flat circle. Yeah. So, now Ennis barely acknowledges me. He's here. He's with he's Brunt. Brunt he's in on the drive studio. time. They're like, <laughs> 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 He was always rich, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. What do you think is going to be a more exciting uh, trade deadline? Uh, ben Sherratt for a second round pick or James Harden for Ben Simmons. What do you think is going to be more exciting? Yeah, this is a tough guy to have in studio to discuss this with here uh -huh. with JD. So I was going to start with Sam's celebrity, but we should maybe just yeah, go right yeah. to the end. We'll NBA talk about stuff. Sam being a celebrity later. That's You know what, though? Good good job by him moving the ball away from <laughs> Sam's yeah. celebrity. He goes, oh, I'll just jump in here quick and fire a question. <laughs> no, you no, guys no, no, no. Yeah, it's okay. We see what you, I see you. I see who you are. I know what you do. Yeah, that is savvy. Sam and hates compliments, by the way. Oh, is that true? On. Oh, man. Whenever I compliment the guy, he just immediately, he does that face. He, he does like, he, he crooks his neck to the side and um, starts to I'm, look. I'm, he looks like <laughs> over at the ground over there, like somewhere behind him, like a dog that got in the trash and you came home. You're like, hey, man, I'm just saying something nice about you. And he, he can't handle it. No, he I really can't. can't. Need to work that one out. Yeah, I don't know what that's no, about. That's, Some that's therapy. I need to talk so, to a professional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some therapist is going to unravel that sucker yeah. someday. And no it's gonna, doubt. That's, well, then, that's not happening to one session, buddy. That's a, that's a break. 
take out the checkbook. You're, you're going to be <laughs> oh, there. I got benefits from Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be cheap. Which seems uh, tangential to the idea of actually getting noticed on the street then yeah. and how uncomfortable that may have been for you. So congratulations, Sam Thank McKee, you. noticed on the yeah. street today by yeah, someone. No. Yeah, it's my first time ever getting recognized. Uh, it's unbelievable that someone would recognize me. Yeah. You have to be a pretty big fan of the show, I you guess. You have to start signing your text messages. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy. Yeah. But, yeah. I've goes. had it happen twice to me when You've I've been on dates. Game too, no, no, no. Right? But, no, no, no. I've had them happen before, and it's it always feels nice. But when you're on a date, which is twice it's happened that way, it is the greatest thing oh, that could that's, ever happen that's to you. Oh, big, yeah. Oh, it is <laughs> incredible. The only time, the only thing is one time the girl I was with, we were both pretty bombed and it was the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Not proud yeah, moment. And, yeah. and this guy pulled up on a street and he was on a bike and the girl I was with was doing this whole, give him your bike if you love him so much. Oh. Give him a ride. And, oh. he, and he was actually really polite going, you guys want to borrow the bike? <laughs> She's like, yeah, give it to him. Ooh, that was, oh yeah, it, was, it was tough. It was really tough. I, you never I, told me that story. Yeah, before. yeah. We were wow, we drank bad. a lot. And it was one of those, let's get really drunk during the day. This will be a fun date. And then that part turned out. Because he was on a city bike. Yeah. He was on one of those city bikes. Oh, I know. And Seven so, bucks an hour yeah, or something. And so she said, if you like him so much, give him the bike. And yeah, she's hot. So that was the thing. She's a hot girl treating a, a guy like a hot girl treats a guy, which is that, bullying them. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess the question, if you're, if you're yeah. that guy, are you famous enough to even, like, to me, if, me? I, if I were to see you or someone were to no. see you, you'd be like, oh, that's J.D. Bunkus, but I, not, not enough to say no. something. I think I'm exactly the level of famous that the thing you say is rude. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Hated your fat young take. Yeah, yeah I, I think that if you see me and you recognize me, I'm the level of person that you go, I don't care what I say to this guy or how I make him feel. I think he's trash and he gives his opinion, so I'm about to give him mine. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? You're just JD. Here's what I think about you. You stink. <laughs> <laughs> then who would you stop? Who well, I, so we, we mentioned this earlier. I had a moment on King uh, Street, me and Masai Ujiri, like 7.30 in the morning. I'm going to Tim Hortons. Mm -hmm. Like, I had so long to process, will I say anything to the man? No. And I, what am I going to say to him? Nothing. No, I got no. not, I just let him walk by. And I was like, there I goes Masai Ujiri. I would have said something to Masai. I, I should have. I do regret not being like, like you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, my God. But you'd be like, hey, man. I really appreciate the hard work of the raps. Well, and Keep the up the good work. At the work time, I worked for the Marlies, so I could have been like, hey, we oh. both work at MLSC or like no, see that, in the building. See that, or... that, there, there you go. He, he's just thinking, what are you, the janitor? I, don't I know. know. He's like, who are the Marlies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I <know. laughs> so I kind of, you know, that was the thing is I had no in as much as I wanted to, to meet him. See, I wouldn't have said anything to Masai because I respect him too much. He's too, so, too famous? Well, it's just, it's a matter of fame and respect that I have for you. If I cross paths with somebody that I actually really admire, my whole being would be screaming, don't bother this person. You know, if they right. look at you in the eye, you give them the, the head nod down. No, that's even worse. Because then there's the like, I acknowledge you're famous and I know you. And the person's like, okay, but what do we? Nothing. Are... That's it. But they, but that's no, you know, skin off their ass. That's you might nothing. as well say hi if you're going to do the nod. Yeah, but if you say hi, then all of a sudden a noise has been emitted, and I'm and I'm thinking I'm thinking it's like a, diarrhea no, it's a up? quiet place. No, yeah. it's a quiet place where all of a sudden now all the other creatures look around at what what are we looking at over here? And, and I I don't want to alert the the demons and the creatures and the whatevers to the presence of a celebrity or of a, a person of significance, right, right, right? right? So the the head nod is hey, we're both uh, the the 
what's the actor's name? A Jim from the Office in that movie. Hal- yeah. We're both Jim Halpert, yeah. and the rest of them, they're they're all just skittering around or whatever. Um, I don't think I would ever acknowledge a celebrity that I don't care about because I would want to. Brad pretend- Pitt's walking down the street. See, that's one where he's so famous. You almost no. That's that's a so level of fame. I could never ask anybody for a selfie. Could you? I'd let him go. I'd let him yeah. go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop Brad Pitt. No, there's. I think. I think there's certain people that you could ask for. Like I would. Yeah, ask trash. For a selfie. Internet trash. You yeah. would ask internet trash for a selfie if you saw the situation. You know, like somebody. <laughs> okay. You, you know, you would do. Hundred percent. You would do that, yes. right? Like somebody who's trash. You would say, "I'll t- can I get a selfie?" Because my friends and I are going to laugh about this. But if you saw Brad Pitt. No way you'd have the stones to say, hey, Brad, can I get a selfie with you, buddy? No well, you're chance. you're not getting that close anyway. Hey, Brad, I have an espresso, too. <laughs> Sniper no. bullet from yeah. the neighboring hey. building. <laughs> it's Matthew McConaughey. I have no. a Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you can't do it. You can't. You got to do trash. It's got to be somebody that is either a celebrity who is no longer a celebrity, so you're doing them a favor, giving them the boost, right? Mm-hmm. So you see somebody from a, a... The guy with no neck from that uh, 90 Day Fiance? I thought of Wilder Valderrama. That's who came to mind for me. <laughs> Fez. That's who I thought of. 100% hey, you're Fe- stopping you Fez. You see Fez? Boom. Selfie Fez town. knows you're laughing at him, though. He does, is he not on to other things, is he? Does he? Uh, I don't know. You well, see... You he- see you, uh, to call back to Entourage... You see Turtle from Entourage, Jerry Ferreira, selfie. For sure. You know, you're letting them feel, hey, remember what it used to be like for you? <laughs> People recognizing you, doing things. A real celebrity, I'm, I don't have How the guts. How brutal being an NBA player and being like seven feet tall mm. in every situation. So you can never just hockey player, glasses on, mm. slide through well, the crowd. Like you're always getting the par- eyeball. There's a good parallel here to actually talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs and what okay. it must be like being a Toronto Maple Leaf in Toronto and how often people come up to you. Because I think we are... I don't think it happens as much as you think. No, I think we are in the minority saying that we wouldn't ask people for a selfie. Like, I think a a lot of people would stop Austin Matthews if they saw him at the grocery store and be like, hey, man, can we get a selfie? I think a lot of people... I agree that Matthews is... Matthews is is one that you would because it's Matthews. And seeing him out in the wild, you would go, holy crap. But, like, with hockey players... We have, you never see them. Like no. the other day, Marner had a picture on his Instagram for uh, the break. He went to Florida with, mm-hmm. I can now tell you, was uh, Lilligren, Sandine, Hall. Okay. What was your joke about Lilligren in that one? Well, just like, I mean, oh, they yeah. take it a private jet to Miami. Lilligren's on his first year of his entry level. Like, <laughs> we're doing a PJ? Like, you want my one fifth of the cost of this? Like, we can't, we can't buy Swoop? No, <laughs> <laughs> swoop. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's a Nylander. That's on his dime. But my point is, like, it took me some a few minutes to be like, that's okay. You, yeah. That's you. And, like, I do this. No, you wouldn't pick it up. You wouldn't, you wouldn't notice them out in the wild unless they were masked down, walking towards you. You know, you're getting the full thing. Wearing you, a jersey. You think, you think you're going to recognize Timothy Lilligren's side profile at a restaurant? No, no chance. you got no hope. Sandine, Micaiah, no, good luck. No, 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 no. Matthew, Matthews is famous, famous. Yeah, yeah, He's that's what I mean. He's a cover of ESPN famous. Yeah, he's yeah. with Bieber. <laughs> he's around. Bieber, I would definitely try to get a selfie. Yeah, he yeah, seems relatable. Yeah. But again, <laughs> in, Bieber, as much as I love him, and I am a fan, has his roots in internet trash. For sure. <laughs> so yeah, you're like, kind of like, still a it's little, Bieber. Yeah, it's it's a little. <laughs> have you guys ever seen that video where Bieber uh, is in the hood and he, those guys make him do push-ups? Yes, <laughs> they make no. Him sit 
Oh my God. It's the one of the funniest videos of all time. His car breaks down and these guys are like, do push-ups for us here. And he does them. And he just starts doing push-ups. They're counting them out. Then they make him sing a song and they're taking selfies so of him. Basically, yeah. it was the scene from Super Bad where they made him sing <laughs> yes. a song. Yes. Yeah, okay. So I I I I think that Bieber, in a weird way, you wouldn't feel overwhelmed. I, I don't think so anymore. All right. Let's get this on track for a okay, little bit yeah. for it to talk sports a little bit is the NBA trade deadline today. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I would say, would you say NBA is your primary sport or do you say you're just so a versatile that it's one of your sports that you know well? Yeah. I think that you played basketball. I, I listen. I was athlete of the year in the UConn grade seven, buddy. I played lots of sports. All right, twelve That's athletes <laughs> in the UConn. <laughs> yeah, uh, badminton, you name it, uh, hockey. I, I think that I both my parents were basketball coaches, so I grew okay. up with it in a different way. But yeah, I think that uh, you know what I go back and forth on which one's my favorite out of the four all the time. Yeah. So I would say that all four of those sports are my favorite sport. Oh, I, right. I really am. Well, then soccer I want to know now actually in the mix. Now I'm Canada's number one soccer fan. That's true. You and McKeer. Yeah, I know. So the trade deadline today. Um, the NHL trade deadline, Sammy alluded to earlier, is going to be like Ben Sherratt. He said for a second, but it's going to be like two firsts or yeah. something. Um, so what is the difference? What do you think the NHL is missing? Because obviously whatever the NBA is doing, whatever they've created here is just superior. That's not even a debate. They just traded multiple superstars as they do every year. Kind of, except for... I. I like that the NBA has people you care about, but that's also partially a, a product of the sport. Actually, before all of this, I should say it's hilarious when we do segments like this as though in America they ever do like, what does hockey do better than the NBA? <laughs> you know? Zero. No, no. Or, uh, yeah, let's have on, uh, who are we getting on today to talk about hockey and comparing it to the NBA? It would never happen because to them they're in completely different stratospheres, right, right? right? They're so different. It would be as though we were doing a segment right now where we went, um, what does the uh, National Lacrosse League do better than the NHL, right? right. It's just so night and day. Either way. The NBA is a league of individuals, so individualism is celebrated. In mm-hmm. hockey, it's not. You stand out for the wrong reasons when you say things in hockey. You act like you're above the collective, and when you're above the collective, it's viewed as a way of hurting your team, thus hurting your chances to win. Right. It's all about kind of coming together as a group. So I think that it's really tough because if the NHL ever had a James Harden who did a boohoo to get out of town twice, they would be publicly in, a public enemy number one. Is this guy not? Is he not in the NBA? He, he is kind of, but some people also go, we're excited to see James Harden play with the Sixers, whereas if someone did this in hockey, they would just be a pariah. Think about Lindros. Lindros was amazing. His whole yeah. career, amazing. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. And for some people, they just look at him well, as... Well, as a draft, he kind yeah. of pouted that one <laughs> Right. Time. My dad hated Lindros <laughs> to the core. Not, nothing. Just the nicest guy. <laughs> nicest guy you'll ever meet. Comes in here, gentle giant, sweetheart of a man who's now just working his Mets ass off. freight train, oh, hard work. God. All he wants to do is raise money for concussions. And if my dad was alive, he could come and meet Eric Lindros. He'd be like, wow, you're kind of soft, huh? You couldn't hack it in Canada. That's what he'd say. That's it. That's his whole thing. Uh, what did you say uh, Harden's making? Like 45 40, million? 42 mil, I think. 44 yeah. mil. Around there. Yeah, Dollars there. for yeah. one season? Yeah. Like, like you four know, Matthews. Sammy, can, <laughs> can you want to give your hockey guy well, take on that, or am I putting you in a box? Because no, I'll no. do it, because I, I don't no, disagree. You know they make just, more as they deserve more, because well, they're they, worth a lot listen, more. Listen, yes, but here's 100%. the thing. You, Harden drives me crazy, because yeah. he's... Sh- and I'm not, I'm not the only one that has this take, but not even the crybaby thing. Out of shape? Out of shape. You make $45 million 
to play basketball. Show a little respect I like for your that, teammates. Yeah. In Have the some game. respect for the whole thing. See, like that's, even that's if you're a making a quarter guy. of it, but even if you're making a quarter of that in the NHL, yeah. you still say have some respect. But the problem for with Harden is the whole thing. He's amazing, even though he's a fatso. Like he play, he's <laughs> yeah. got the big barrel, and he's still yeah. better than most of the guys in the league. That's why he probably doesn't play. You know, he plays himself into shape every year. Yeah, but he hasn't been as good this year. Yeah, and some of the peripheral numbers are pretty bad. If you're looking at what his future is going to look like. But that is a hockey guy thing and an old school NBA thing of have respect for the game. Because now the take in is the it's NBA. Is it fine to not respect it? Yeah. There's no need for respect of anything anymore. Now it's all about the individual. Just have respect for yourself. That's it. <laughs> hey, just make sure. I that- would respect the hell out of myself for $44 million. Yeah, th- but this is it. The internet will defend anybody because they go, who are you to judge while they judge you? Well, <laughs> That's my favorite thing yeah, about it, the internet. At what financial yeah. uh, point is mm-hmm. there some public obligation or obligation to your employer, obliga- right. obligation to the teammates, your fans that pay for the tickets? So let me ask you this. Yeah. Would the NHL ever get to a point no. where it could be a little, <laughs> a little close, not in terms of popularity obviously but where it can be a little bit more individualistic like where yeah. guys are i just feel like maybe this newer generation zegris maybe some yeah. but they're starting to get a little better here's the no? thing two problems number one is a lot of hockey players think that wearing nice clothes is a personality now they've they've made this this belief they go hey i wore a hat and people go wow it's a bucket hat no one wears bucket hats <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh number two is Trevor Zegras is a pretty interesting guy by all accounts. Here's the problem. Where he plays, nobody cares. And guess what? I'm not staying awake till 10 o'clock at night to watch Trevor Zegras play 18 minutes. No chance. What are you talking about? Might stay up to watch LeBron play an entire game where he has the ball the entire time. And I get to see the brilliance of LeBron. This is why nobody cares about Mike Trout. And nobody cares about Shohei Otani until he does both positions extremely well. And even then, we're like, eh, all right, see you at the All-Star game. Because you, you, you're you not going to watch guys play part of the game and stay up and not see them for the vast majority of it or have them be a peripheral figure who only maybe has one moment over the course of three hours, which is what you might see. But this see was Zegers. never a problem with the NHL 20 years ago or 30 yeah, years ago. because you know ago. why? There was less stuff on TV and less you stuff. You didn't have a phone. Your own team. Yeah, and not, but not only that, you focus on your own team. But if somebody was a superstar like Wayne Gretzky then it was a global thing. People knew who he was everywhere. Right. So what's changed there? Things. You have things. I have a phone and a laptop in front of me. And you know what's on my laptop? Crave, Netflix, Amazon. Spike ball. <laughs> yes. Everything. <laughs> I have a million things on ESPN. If a hockey game is boring for 10 minutes, I'm off it. Like, I'm, I'm out. I don't care. So what? Gretzky, I'll wait till he's in Toronto. You know, it's just, it's just a different media climate. And so you have to have people's attention constantly. It's hard for me to even watch stuff I like and not have a second screen going. Your phone bings and you go, oh, phone, ooh, phone. What could be it's in awful. the phone? It's awful. It is awful. It's all I, our fault. We're all just I, disgusting creatures and we've been <laughs> manipulated by these massive tech companies. But who cares? It's where we're at. It's just it is what it is. I saw someone tweet the other day that, like, the the feel good you get from being able to put your phone down and focus on a movie is the same as it used to be for yeah. reading a book or yeah. something. It's like, I watched a whole show yeah. without looking at my phone. Buddy. I when Netflix first invented the 1.5 times speed on Netflix, I thought that's a lunatic's proposition. Who would ever watch Netflix? What are you on? watching at one and a half times speed? Sometimes I throw it on when I'm a little bored by some show that I'm trying to rip through. Like speed it up a bit. Yeah, I watched this show the other day in the afternoon called Archive 81, and it was okay. This and is I, unacceptable. I actually kind of liked it. No, well, I have downtime during the day, right, and then. There's no sports on. I'm trying to take a nap. I throw on some random trash every once in a while. And Archive 81, uh, 6.8 out of 10. That's fine. But C plus. there were some parts where 
I was like, all right, it's kind of dragging. Let me just fire on the uh, old 1.5 speed. And you just need to watch a new show. Yeah, probably. But guess did you what? watch Bad Sport, the the docu series? Yeah, I watched all of them. What do you think of the point shaving one? Wasn't that wild? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, it was. Also made me. All I think of with those is. I wish I got in on it. I would have done the time for the, the thrill of winning those bets. The first time that you're walking out of Vegas with a duffel bag full of money that you stole. Oh, my God. Worth it. Jail. Jail me. I'll go to jail. Let me have a virtual experience of that. You know, somebody put a microchip in my head and let me feel what it's like to rob Vegas of half a million dollars. So what, what, one yeah. thing we committed to when you came on today, which is just talking, like going yeah. wherever this sports conversation goes. So excuse mm-hmm. me for indulging in this further, but mm-hmm. does it give you any concerns for all the gambling in sports now? Mm-hmm. That how easy it was. You listen to the story. One guy talked to one guy, and they're like, "Oh, we can do this." Yeah. He says, "I'll do it." Oh, dude, and that was it. I think about it all the time. <laughs> I think about it every day. But the problem is, is that there's so much money in pro sports that it's insane to think that anyone would ever take a dive or whatever for... Well, it's not like James Harden's yeah, like, exactly. oh, yeah, thanks for your 100 40, grand. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I tipped that. <laughs> hey, James, what if you miss a shot tonight and I'll give you a 20 grand? No, but yeah. still with college students, that is the one where you just think, hey, it's you're susceptible, especially now too. You could, you could just DM somebody. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, I have money. From I'll give burner. you some for you to not do things. Thanks. The one thing that I wonder if it's changed is like the changing of uh, NIL rights. I wonder if that now these guys can make their money through some half avenue mm-hmm. that they don't have to just take money. I think would they not yeah. have been more likely to just take hidden money in the past? I don't know. I'd have taken all the money. I'd have been greedy and I'd have been dirty. I would have done all the things God, wrong. God, I remember in college hockey, like, you, know, you saying, weren't supposed to have like multiple it? booster dinners and we'd like sneak yeah, to the yeah. boosters and they'd be like, yeah, we got you lobster. That's and it's like, yeah. you know, Ooh. like we couldn't have a, a, a eat McDonald's four nights a week. Heaven forbid yeah. a booster give us two meals in a week. Yeah. Um, signed how would forms. you cheat? How would you, how would you point shave in hockey? What would you do? Because basketball is so easy, right? When they do that documentary, they go, oh yeah. And then the guy had a bad turnover and he missed a shot on purpose and he pushed it out of bounds or he took an extra foul so the coach had to take him out of the game or whatever. Probably like, over-under a- on individual player shots. Get a hold of the guy and be like, hey, you're over-under on shots in the game is two and a yeah, half. Except for hockey is Don't a sport shoot. where if you took three bad shots, your coach might say you're stapled to the bench for a couple of shifts. Right. Uh, you'd have to do the under of that. You'd have to say you, you're looking oh, for you guys, under, you're passing. Yeah, under, you know, you're you probably, they're probably minus goals. 200. But under they don't, goals or something. Yeah, yeah but they don't but have yeah, you, under You can't goals. control your teammates. Yeah, but under goals no, is like myself, minus 200. Like a personal person. If I'm in this situation and I'm looking oh, yeah, to take yeah. money from somebody and I'm, you know, I'm looking on whatever yeah. cool bet and my Sam McKee's goal total is, you know, under one pays this. Which it would be. Yes. Well, I had a hattie this yeah. morning. No, <laughs> but, um, on David yeah. David yeah, yeah, slashed yeah, me in the dick. Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, True story. I would, I would, you know, I yeah. just wouldn't try as hard. Take the under. That's an easy way to sh- push, uh, personal make money for somebody. Yeah, the only thing is, again, under on goals is like minus 200. So but, you'd have but to But also, put, no one bets on hockey. So a huge yeah. bet on anything like that would be an insta yeah, red flag. Yeah, all of a sudden you bet on Arizona State college hockey and you got 100 grand on some guy to not hit shots. You're, you're going to jail immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before the game that's dress actually, starts. That's actually entrapment that they take that much money on those bets. I yeah. love that. This is why I love this Sports Talk Radio because we've yeah. been sitting here talking about nothing. For yeah, but this is the best. This is I know. what I love. And then the guy texts in, he's like, John Tavares is the worst contract in the league. <laughs> Lee's will not win making him $11 million. You know what? Can yeah. I talk about this quickly? Actually, I'll talk Today about this guy. Today you can. Today's yeah, a fun I'll day. I'll talk about this guy. Because my buddy Rick, he messaged me the same thing the other day. And he just said, out of the blue, I'm just, I'm just minding my own business. And he just hit me with the text of, 
I I should even I because I'm in a group chat with this. I could pull it up, but it was something along the lines of, "Can we talk about how he's so overpaid, or why does nobody ever talk about why he's overpaid?" And this is just Leaf fans, right? Leafs are winning that seventy percent clip right now, and your buddy will just text you out of the blue that John Tavares is overpaid, and it just <laughs> I I wonder other obviously is Stanley Cup, but is there anything short of that that would actually change the mood this year? How many? Could this, could this team actually just win a couple playoff rounds and people be happy, or do you think that it would be the same? And I'm not talking about no, the people No, a couple playoff who, rounds no. would do it. No, would but, do it. It would I'm, make people happy. I'm not, I'm not talking about the accounts that have, you know, Leafs in their Twitter name or Matthews or Marner Nylander, you know, those Twitter accounts that we've all seen that are just, they'll lay down on railroad tracks for Kyle Dubas, even though he doesn't know who they are. Um, you know, the, we'll do it for you, Kyle. We'll take the bullet for you. We love you so much. You're our whole identity. Oh boy. Uh, not those guys. I'm talking about real people, like real human beings who matter. Um, could something happen where they kind of change their mind without a cup? Could you win two rounds? Yeah, I, I think so. I think that the relief of having won a playoff round here mm. and having seen a team, let's say it was two yeah. and they were in the conference finals. I think, you know, then you're playing into June. Like yeah. I think people, you, you get to be a part of the, like the real Thirst, I think I, that would do it. This is a, I truly believe, yeah. and this is why last year is so sickening, that once the Toronto Maple Leafs, if win it ever it. happens, yeah. once they get over the hump with one playoff series, they could They're win the win. cup. Yeah, but, but, but I also think that's just, that's me when I go fishing and I say, if I could just catch one, one fish, fish, I'm going to catch but 10 fish. I, like, I just feel like there's such, there's more pressure on the Leafs to win one round than there is on most teams to win the cup in any. Well, of yeah, all. because no nobody cares about, about the other teams. Well, there's lots of teams. People do care about other teams, but no. not like anyone Montreal. Cares about the Leafs. Here's here's the teams that people care about in hockey. Number one, the Leafs. Number two, Montreal. Number three, the Canucks. End of list. Really, I. Just, is that we're just doing Canada? We're yeah, not. Yeah, that's it. You okay. think people in the states really care about their team? Come on, yeah. let's be real. Uh, yes. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Come Every, on, Everybody cares about hockey. You we guys, love come hockey. on. Come on, come on. By the way, this was the text. Speaking of nerds, why doesn't Tavares get torched for being the invisible $10 million man? He's a point of game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, this guy played college hockey in the States, like played for Wisconsin, like knows the game, is a hockey guy, watches sports all the time. Doesn't matter. This is what the reaction is to the players here sometimes. Here's what it is with Tavares, and I'll point, put, mm-hmm. this guys, put this to you guys, is that Matthews is so yeah, ridiculously good. That's what I wrote. It's and you're yeah. just you are so spoiled every single Matthews yep. shift with the dynamic, the mm-hmm. speed, the hands, the power, everything with Marner. And then you put out Tavares, who slower, still has sick hands. He was gonna make Team Canada yeah, as one of just, the best centers in the country. It's on just, the best team. It's just the difference between him and Matthews makes him look so much worse than he is. And that's yeah. what I think the biggest problem is. So here, here's one more question. I, I know we should probably go to break at some point. but I have one other thought on Tavares. Okay, carry on then. Yeah. Go I, for it. My other thought is, though, too, is, and if we're just being real here. Be real. Their, their line has been underwhelming for what's there. Because for the ne- last 10 days yeah, or 10 games. But Nylander has, been, has had, had this breakout beginning, and now he's still got the stats where you go, hey, Nylander's doing well, Nylander's doing great. But it's been a while since Nylander's been the – Remember when we did the whole Nylander could be the best guy on the team right now thing at the beginning of the year, and now that feels like 10 million years ago. I don't... He's Nylander. Sure. He's doing the Nylander thing. We did the game log the other day. He's got like five points in a dozen games. That's what I'm saying. He's having a little stretch. Yes. Point per game again. But we're not doing referendums on him anymore. No, we know what he is. Because we sort of know what he is, but also we did get a little carried away with the whole, hey, he finally figured out how to be the exact same consistent guy. When he's on, he's unbelievable. No, he is. There's no doubt about it. Right. There's no doubt about it. But 
to me, one of the things that this team actually does have to figure out, and if I'm going to the deadline, we're back to the whole try to get off the Kerfoot money thing. You, you, if I'm Kyle Dubas right now. You probably could right now too. That's what I'm saying is it, maybe you could have done it even earlier when he was hot. You could have done the Lee Stempniak thing where you trick a team and thinking, hey, look, this guy scored 15 goals in 12 games or whatever Lee yeah. Stempniak did. Remember he got hot for like three games and then old Cliff was give, <gasps> give it. Yeah, yeah we'll give you whatever, <laughs> anything you want. That guy scores all the goals. Uh, you could have Lee Stempniak him. And I think Kerfoot is fine, but you sign him as a center. That's why he got 3.5 mil. And if you really were willing to pay wingers 3.5 mil, you would have kept Kapanen over him. I will say that Kerfoot is probably worth 3.5 mil, just not on this team where you're so tight against Cap. See, I don't even think he is around the NHL. You think if he becomes a free agent tomorrow, he makes three and a half? He's getting his 60 points this year. Yeah. At five on five, you know, no power play time getting 60 points, yeah. playing wing. Yeah, probably. I'm just, yeah, I, I like when, I like, uh, hey, stats nerds, I like when you guys actually have numbers over large sample sizes that match the eye test. And the eye test with that line is that they're like shot percentage, even strength is barely over 50%. Yeah. And that's how I feel about them night in, night out. I know they get some D zone draws sometimes and they're asked to play the 200 foot game and blah, 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 blah. But I feel as though if you're on a line with Tavares and Nylander, you should pop a little bit more. So yes, I believe in the Matthews thing that Sammy raised. That is a true thing that we would appreciate Tavares more if the guy that was on line one wasn't, playing the best hockey on the planet right now. No mm-hmm. one's playing better than Matthews is, other than maybe Marner. Those are the two best players on earth right now. Like, truly, look at their numbers the last 10 games versus anybody other than maybe Sid. Yeah. And it's those two guys. Tavares, a little bit in the shadow of Matthews, but also the line, let's be real, it doesn't dominate night in, night out the way that it should, given the money. And I'm not throwing an extra $3.5 million on that line to have it never be a threat to score and have people tell me, well, he made a nice check. I'm like, okay. The other night he had a like partial breakaway. He doesn't even get the puck on the net. Come on. You're top six forward. I can't get a shot on a breakaway, buddy, please. It's a $20 million line. It should be very good. And it is often very good as the team is. I do like what he does in other situations. I think he can. He's a good penalty yeah, killer. Yeah, you guys. I, I, I listen. I think no he, else is he good penalty val- killers. Lots of guys. He has value to the Leafs. Sure. And, and I think what you're talking about is that he has built his value up to other teams in the league. Yeah. He, and now I think could he earns be a his time. money, and now is a trade piece. I agree. I don't disagree with you there. But if they keep him, I'm not heartbroken. No. Um, should we go to break, Sammy, before sure. we launch into something else? Yeah, we can. We can. We can go to break. All right. We will be back you after this with more JD Bunkus. <laughs> Breaking down the top stories in the NHL every day. The Jeff Merrick Show. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Real Bunkus and Born, which, I don't know, do we, Real Bunkus? Is that, you, you like that? Hmm. You, you need to promote I'd rather something. be Real Kipper. Yeah. Real Kipper, by the way, probably That's sipping rough. a couple... Little Buddha peach tea cocktails, uh, the new flavor, which is supposed to be delicious, almost as good as the grilled rosemary uh, and grilled pineapple and rosemary. I actually, I mean, not to, I had one yesterday. Allie brought one home from her girls weekend. What'd you think? It was 10 out of 10. What if it was terrible? Would you say so? If it was really bad? Not on the radio, but. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, that's probably the right choice. Have you tried them, Bunk? I've tried. He's tried. Oh, you tried them. Yeah, I've tried yeah, I've had a few. Uh, <laughs> Shotgunned a couple, just yeah, I, jam some keys I, in the bottom. I, I actually do. I, I do really like them. I really like, I'm, I'm more pineapple than I am peach. Yeah. They're both good, but I'm more pineapple than To peach. be clear, Kipper texted us and made us do this. Yeah, uh, he did. But also, I will say this, though, too. Um, 
Kipper's still never giving me one for free. No, I mean, not a single sip. I, I will say, though, not a free sip of a little Buddha. I thought when Kipper. Brian Burke wrote his book, I was like, yeah. are we getting books or what? And he yeah. was like, no, <laughs> go buy one. And I was like, yeah. what do you mean, buy one? Smart. But you know what? I, I'm kind of going through the process yeah. of writing a book. You get like 20. Yeah. 20 after that, you're paying full freight. Okay. So maybe Kipper's got to pay for them like you at the LCBO. Hey, can I, I tell know. you something right now, Born? You're expecting a free one, aren't you? You better believe <laughs> yeah. it, are you? Same. Yeah. Uh, Pencil you in for two of the I 20. know what Bourne makes. He's not getting my 20 bucks. <laughs> and I, I got this guy I got this guy a free round at the golf yeah. uh, at the Canadian Open course, so I hope I get a uh, Yeah, that seems like a, a pretty yeah, pretty yeah. significant. You know what my drink. gift is to you? Reading the book. Caring about you enough that I read a book about you. That's a great gift. I'm curious to th- yeah, that is a great gift and I appreciate that yeah. you intend to do that. I we'll will still see if that happens I or will not, do it. But... I will read that whole book. Would you read a book on the Edmonton Oilers and Dave Tippett? I would. He got fired. I think it's funny how he got fired. I also. Well, hold on. Not because it's funny that he got fired, eh, but the way it went fine. down. You talking, right. talking about Ken Holland's comments? Yeah. <laughs> Which were essentially, uh, I had a tough sleep yeah. and I just woke up and knew I had to do it. So I called uh, Daryl Cates and here yeah. we are. Like on a whim, yeah. after a tough night, rolling around. So I told you guys that I had the fantasy of ripping off Vegas and getting that 500 grand, you know, in a duffel. I yeah. also dream of getting fired in a way where a boss openly admits without cause for firing me in a way that I can sue. <laughs> and that <laughs> is what you would get if this is any other job than hockey, right? If this is well, anything... sports in general, they can fire you without cause because they just, look, you lost a bunch. Yeah. Which That's is cause. true. That's cause. Yeah. But also... Oilers stink. They got cause. Yeah. yeah. And if I'm Dave Tippett, I go, what else is new? You guys get Gretzky again? Because it's like, you guys better get Gretzky. Now, Gretzky's... I'm sorry, Gretzky. Tippett is thrilled. Like, yeah. he's like, I'm rich already. I'm done with this. Like, I'm out yeah. of here. That's a show out there. Bingo. No it more is. no more Jim Matheson for him. He's in the beach. Just... He's having great. He gets out of Canada. How fast would you guys be out of Canada if you were a millionaire? No who chance just got he fired sold his job? place in Scottsdale or wherever he was. Gonzo. Goodbye. A, my tea time is for 12 hours <laughs> after. True <laughs> north. Yeah. Just off the Scottsdale I highway. I will there. see you in a warm weather climate. You can give me a call when the Oilers miss the playoffs inevitably. Um, yeah, I just thought it was funny that he goes, I couldn't sleep, so I fired my coach. Would yeah. say, hey. If I get fired for that, I'll see you in court. <laughs> That's facts. What are uh, what are the thoughts on Connor McDavid now on his, I don't know how many. Fourth co- coach. Fourth coach. Mm-hmm. Our R&H is on his 12th coach in 11 years in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point? What? Say that again. I believe it's his my brain. 12th coach in 11 years. No way. Is that right? 11th and 12 years? I don't know yeah, which stat I'm more shocked by, that he's played 11 years or that it's 12 coaches. Yeah, that all sounds like something wrong. that needs Googling. Yeah, that all sounds wrong. <laughs> I thought you were the hockey show guy. No, no it's true. Yeah. That's, that is 11 true seasons yes. for yes. R&H? Yes, yes. Will he play when he's 14? Yeah, How old is he? drafted in 2012. Yeah, God, we're old, huh? Yeah, yes. that happened. That sucks. That's so, that's tough news to break to me today. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, trade deadline day, I wasn't expecting breaking news, your old piece of dirt. <laughs> like, that's tough. Yeah. But, like, at what point, like, where do you even point the finger when Mm-hmm. It's that many people. So I guess the case people would make is like, you got to give something some run, but you know, like you see if someone can get it turned around permanently, but you can't just lose forever when you have these guys in their prime, McDavid and Dreisaitl. I don't even know what the case to make is necessarily aside from this seems to me to be more Holland than mm-hmm. Tippett. 
And isn't Bob Nicholson still like calling shots in Edmonton in some ways? He's still around. I feel like the same. Anyone who's six been guys there through the whole thing needs to go. Being the face yes. of Edmonton, right? Correct. So Correct. we, so Mac T is here now at Sportsnet, but give it time, he'll be back. You know, he's going to be back in Edmonton running the show at some point. Yeah, yeah. Edmonton, they won those cups in a place that is Edmonton. And so what happens is when you do that, you own Edmonton forever. <laughs> that's I will we, now have yeah, one of like, the four jobs. That's right. Until that's I'm correct. And so them. too bad. So sad. Um, that's the way it goes. I don't. What other situation can we remember like this where it was just because I, I always used to make this case of who cares? Hockey history suggests if you have one of the great players, you, you will win, win a Stanley Cup. It'll happen. The worst player to not win or the best player to not win. Sorry is Marcel Dion or Lindros. Lindros. Yeah, yeah, one of those two guys, right? Yeah. Double Lindros reference today. But either way, those are the two best that never won. And after that, pretty much all of the Everybody. greats got theirs. They all get it. They yeah. all get theirs. And if we think that... Didn't Sid, used to be 32 teams, though. Sure. I guess that's a great point. That is a really, really good point. But even still, guys break through. Yeah. And it, we always compare. Always the prime example. Be good long enough and you'll get there. Yes. And so eventually will McDavid get one? Probably. But, but the question is for who? Exactly. If I'm an Oilers fan, Fair. every year that you lose McDavid in his prime is a nightmare. And let's not kid ourselves. It's happening with Matthews. The fear is there with Matthews now. Do you guys really feel it? I don't. I don't feel like they would ever let him go no, without no. making him the godfather offer that makes him stay. No, but, but if he wants to go, that's different. It's a completely different situation. It's yeah. well, Yes, it is with McDavid. Because the and Leafs have been really good, Very good for his entire time here, except for the, the Babcock weird year where they were scuffling under him. Yeah. But they've been really good ever since he's been here. Yeah. Oilers have been pretty much no good with yeah. David's entire career. Tire fire the entire way yes. out. Okay, so haven't drafted anybody, haven't had a bottom six to support them, have been awful the entire time. So two things on this, and one of these is probably going to get me in trouble. One, yes, that thing about being good, Matthews probably looks around and says, from a hockey standpoint, he believes the same thing Sam said earlier, where if we can just win a round, we'll go deep. I'm still with Marner. There's still Tavares here. There's still Nylander here. They're going to spend the most amount of money, blah, 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 blah. I, the team is going to be good. It's yeah. not McDavid where, oh, man, this sucks. The other thing with McDavid, too, is he lives in Edmonton. And I, I know this is a show that gets podcasted everywhere, so sorry, Edmonton. But sucks there you know it's not not in the great. winter it is yeah, not it's pretty brutal it's fine in the summer but that's canada everywhere basically it's just not a premier city and I, if you guys got a list of five cities you had to live in in canada edmonton wouldn't be one of the top five i'm sorry i've been edmonton i'm from out west I, it's fine it's okay sorry, not sorry but yeah it is i what love it is. edmonton i yeah yeah you can you can you can simp for edmonton i've only that's been fine. there once and yeah. i went to the mall and that's yeah it. that's so, right exactly that's because that's what you do there that's really nothing else I'm sure there's like some nice restaurants. I'm sure there's some nice stuff to do, but it's not Toronto. It's not Montreal. It's not Vancouver. It's not even Calgary. So yeah, um, it's not exactly the place you want to be, especially since he is there for the wintertime. But he doesn't seem like the type of guy who's like a metropolitan type of dude who wants to be in like, you know, fashion Ave in no, New York City. We're dancing around it. No. He wanted to be on the Leafs. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes. No, what I'm saying is no. But Matthews is. Yes, Matthews is, is yes, the metropolitan yes, yes, type. Yes. And so this whole thing about Matthews going to L.A. or whatever, no one's going to know who he is in L.A. You really think he wants to just live the uh, Ryan Getzlaff, I'm wearing flops and going to the arena thing? No, I don't think so. I think he wants to be a celebrity. He wants to be a deal. And sorry, but I mentioned it I earlier. 
the LA Kings are not drawing eyeballs. They're going to be okay if they win championships and they'll get some coverage, but it won't be national. Here, Austin Matthews is one of the faces of hockey and he gets coverage Max like nowhere platform. else. Dude, he gets to go to events and people know who he is and he's a star and he's Bieber's best buddy and there's real cachet to him. If he goes out and plays in the West Coast, not happening. How big of a star was Anze Kupidar? How big of a star was even Drew Doughty, right? He's a big star in Canada, but in the States, you think Drew Doughty was his biggest deal? He was great. Drew Doughty was amazing. And the Kings were winning, right? Who was the biggest star on those Kings teams? Honest to God, who do you think was the biggest one? Doughty, right? Yes. Yeah, right? He's bigger Quick. than Kopitar. He's Kopitar, bigger than Quick. Yeah. Like, that's it. Not Dustin Brown. Justin Williams, I don't know. And yeah, Matthews would be a bigger star than Doughty, I'm guessing. But to what degree in the States? I'm just saying that metropolitan so lifestyle star-wise. It's like New York City. Yeah. Philly. Buddy, you want the GQ covers, you be the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs, which is what he's eventually going to be. You be the face of the Toronto Maple Leafs, the biggest team, the Mecca, the center of the universe. It is what it is. Almost half the population of Canada resides in Ontario, okay? It's like 40%. Yeah. So that's who all cheers for Matthews. And then there's like 20% that's all around Canada dispersed that was from here that still cheers for the Leafs too. So yeah, Matthews <laughs> probably wants to be the face of that. Once upon a time, JD and I pitched a podcast to Sportsnet. The two mm -hmm. of us wanted to do a thing. Um, and I often wonder how how often we these sort of conversations would end up making people very angry, mm -hmm. which actually brings me to something I wanted to talk to you about while, while I had you today. You're mad because it's true, by the way, if you're mad. <laughs> Is what kind of coverage do you think people want mm. of their on their of their sports teams in 2022 because things have changed now where you know there is the fan angle which is a wide a booming mm -hmm. analyst analyst angle steve dangle our own is probably the biggest success with the toronto maple leafs as a you know fanalist if you want to use that term mm -hmm. um you know i think i don't know like will lou doesn't come out doesn't um they don't sell themselves that way but he is a, a fan of the Raptors, and that's mm -hmm. where his, you know, his podcasting was rooted in. Fandom has taken off since Bill Simmons. It's it's yeah. way okay to be a fan since Bill Simmons became super popular and was just I'm the Boston sports guy who doesn't care that there's bias, and I'm just going to tell it to you like it is and be real. There is a difference. Yeah. I I think that what you're kind of but if is it, is it real if it's wrong if you're inaccurate because you're seeing it through the you know Red Sox glasses. To me, it's just. This is a this is a permanently online thing. Mm -hmm. You're casting the widest net by being hyper positive and always backing your team because most fans are just looking at this not the way that we do it, which is breaking down everything to the molecule and having these big picture conversations. Most people are my mom, who when the Raptors <laughs> win, she goes, Yes, Siakam. And that's the coverage she wants. And yeah. if someone tweets yes, Siakam, she's gonna retweet it. So I think that you're casting the widest net possible when you do the uber positive um, coverage of a team where you look at it through the lens of, I'm not going to be hypercritical because who am I to be hypercritical? We're also moving into an era of player empowerment where um, anytime you even criticize a player, it's viewed as you're taking a shot at who they are as a human being or treat them like a human being. It's nuts, right? right. Um, but what... They captured the emotion, though, JD. But what I, which is an important part of what sports fandom is. But what I really think is that it's authenticity, and that's what I think resonates with people, and that's why it works with a lot of people. Like Dangle is authentic. You meet that guy; he is who he is on air. He he jacks it yeah, up a little bit. The mics go off, and he still yeah, says similar but, things. But ultimately, he cares about the Leafs, just like like Will Lou cares about basketball. Like he is 
deeply ingrained in this. This yeah. is his life, and it works. And so you knowledgeable can't just, in the franchise because they've been following it forever. But that's what I'm saying. And so I just I view it as right now there's no more used to be that coverage was a monolith. There were rules for journalists, right? No cheering in the press box and no bias and all this different stuff. And now we have all these different types of shows mm -hmm. because everyone's trying to capture a micro audience. And that's all it is. You're all just you trying. You don't think you can catch the big national audience you anymore? You can, but even think about it. Okay, so what are the shows that are quote unquote national, right? The biggest 32 ones. 32 Thoughts. For sure. And chicklets. But, and those are Canadian big-time hockey shows. Right. But if you compare those numbers of what they're getting in podcast downloads and views to, say, what Hockey Night in Canada was getting 20 years ago, it's a drop in the bucket, right? Mm -hmm. They would go, oh, my God, what a huge, colossal failure if we get in the time machine and go back. So, no, I just think that we're working with smaller audiences now, just across the board. So what I think people want is something authentic that resonates with them, people being real. It's why you can... And what's great about this medium anyways, and why I don't think it ever goes away, maybe radio evolves or whatever, podcasting evolves, it takes on different forms, it becomes more video, whatever. But one of the things why this works is because it's the easiest way to be authentic. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be in front of a camera where there's a bright light in front of your face and you go, oh, this is it, and you stiffen up and it's weird and everybody talks in a different tenor and it doesn't sound like a human being you know when you right. talk to a television host sometimes. So this is just going to last and this is going to be real. And there's going to be probably some, it's going to be more competitive, but with more competition means that no longer are you just going to have media figures who don't care and who are checked out and who aren't really paying attention or who are just trying to get by and who lost their passion for these games a long time ago because you're going to be able to suss it out right. and people won't care. Like, I don't care what team you used to coach for or what player you used to be. Or what player you are now if you're not going to be yourself. Are you following it is so important. Yeah, like, are you are, genuinely yeah. interested in this stuff? Yeah, are you interested in this stuff? Do you care about it? And are you going to share your passion with me? Even if they are the old stories, that's great. That works. But yeah. if you're not, then it's probably not going to work. And so I just think that it's everybody doing the same thing but different, which is communicating what their interests and passions are. And when you listen to someone that is compelling and also shares a passion that you do, you're going to gravitate towards it. Right. I know I do. So that's just, maybe I'm looking at it through too much of my lens, but when I see successful products right now in our business, usually it is something that has a real root in something real. Mm -hmm. It's no longer just the person who is attractive, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I just think about this Toronto Maple Leafs team and like how exceptional they've been this season and how mm -hmm. exciting it is that they're so good and how frustrating it is that it doesn't feel like fans are allowed to enjoy it in the same way because of the previous exits, the the four seasons before, mm -hmm. or five seasons before, sorry. But that's on them, you know? Like, I do that with audiences too sometimes where I think, man, I because I can get trapped online. I can look at criticism and everybody can. But if you're someone who can't understand that someone's critique is not running out Larry Murphy out of town, that's on you. You're mm -hmm. the one who's doing that. You're the one who's looking at it through that filter, you have to be able to let go of stuff yourself. You have to recognize that you as a fan of something also have your own bias, right? right? Why does something make you so upset when people are talking about sports? Potentially, you might want to take a breather and examine that <laughs> well, for... Well, we need those people. Well, we do, but also take five seconds and understand why it makes you so mad sometimes. You yeah. want to elicit a response with people, but every once in a while you get people like, you know, you criticize Timothy Lilligren and you act like someone just said... 
my brother is Timothy Lilligren, and now he's yeah. depressed because you said he's not good in the D zone. Like, you what? mentioned earlier, you got a DM where it's just like, well, just now. Yeah. yeah. No. And it's, it's fine. And it's part of the business. But yeah. you also look at it as um, we, we take that stuff and we end up microanalyzing it to a degree when really look at your podcast downloads. Yeah. Right? You know how many people listen yeah, to the show listen. versus how many people interact with you on social media. And there's a lot more people that that's clicking with that don't necessarily need to vocalize every thought that comes in their head. We just, for whatever reason, try to overemphasize the loudest people. Yeah. And unfortunately, our bosses do as well. And that's probably the main, like one of the other issues is like everyone has always had a boss in these industries that has said, oh, we don't pay attention to social media, except for they all do. Like they yeah. absolutely all do. I would say that there is a... A growing interest on my end in listening to entertaining people who have opinions even that I don't disagree or yeah. even that I do disagree with. You I know, think just, it's the most fun to hear people that I disagree with. Oh, see, I don't. I, I do get like, oh, it's this guy. I don't want to hear this. Like there is an element. I have to make myself do it. But Maybe. like I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at trying to hear things I don't agree with. I just like, I guess, different strokes for different folks. I like some stuff where I agree with something and it resonates and it hits and, you know, you bob your head like you're listening to music. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, this hits. This is like me listening to Eminem in 2002. <laughs> but there are other times where I feel like you can be more challenged by being presented by an idea that's different from your own. Yeah. And it can actually help you end up fleshing out your own opinion as well because you realize that either maybe you took something from somewhere or you're just mm -hmm. kind of following something or your idea was bad. We all have bad ideas. I've had a yeah. billion. Oh, you do this and talk long enough. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. You look back at some of the things you said. It's not pretty. So, most um, things, I would say, for me. First off, I want to say thank you for coming in today. Yeah, it was fun. It was Good Leafs talk just, today, boys. <laughs> we knew it was not going to be heavy Leafs day, but uh, Leafs do play the Flames yeah. tonight. You, uh, what are you looking for in the second half here from your, your Leafers? What do you, what do you need to see? Buddy, all I want to see tonight is Jack Campbell not suck, okay? Just yeah. make the saves tonight so that we don't have to talk about who should be in that because big I don't think Morazic's the guy. Yeah, big it's a big one, one for Jack. It's and a big one for Jack And plug your tonight. take it or leave it. Oh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram, at JD Bunkus. You can reach out. I'll leave the DMs open. So if you're a hater, I'll hear from you. Yeah, it's actually, it's a really good, really entertaining stuff. Um, what's coming up? You got James Harden coming up? I got James Harden takes tomorrow, or do yes. I have James Harden on the show? If I get James Harden on the no, show, no, no. there's breaking news to me. Take it or leave it. Yeah. I won't call him a crybaby to his face. James. Good job. This is really cool that you're with the Sixers now. You yeah. and Joel Embiid. Tag team. Go. Let's go. Uh, well, th thank you very much for listening. This has been Real Kipper and Born featuring J.D. Bunkus. We'll see you tomorrow.